You are listening to Move With Radiance with Stephanie Dankelson, a podcast all about redefining your relationship to exercise, food, and your body by learning how to first redefine the relationship with yourself. Are you ready to discover your inner truth, your inner radiance? Because there is a more freeing way to be fit. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Move With Radiance. I am in Ohio this week, and that is where my family lives. I'm actually up in my brother's room. They are doing this online video game streaming and trying to, I guess, like start kind of their own business in that realm. I don't really know anything about the um, online video gaming world. <laughs> All I know is that they have a bomb-ass microphone that I am stealing for this solo episode today. <laughs> and we'll just test it out. I've been using like my standard iPhone headphones and we'll see what the sound quality is like with a nice mic. But I am in Ohio because I think I've talked about this on the last few episodes. I had my mental breakdown a couple of weeks ago and have been shifting some things around in my business to help me just clear my head and figure out like what's working and what's not working and what feels right and maybe what has been feeling forced and having this whole idea of like, well, I have to do it and I should be doing it. And in reality, I started this business so that I could create my own flexibility and do what feels right to me. So I wanted to revisit that and have shifted some things around. I'm pausing my weekly blog posts for now just to focus on my podcast and get more good content and um, good guests on for you all. And I also just decided to buy a plane ticket home. I live in Utah right now and haven't seen my family in about a year and a half. And I, after I had my, my breakdown Monday, I was like, you know what money and excuses aside, like work, whatever I am purchasing a plane ticket home (laughs) and surprise my mom. Uh, My family just got a new puppy. So I've been snuggling with the puppy and been off. I've been offline for a couple of days and took some days off of my nine to five and really off the internet. And it feels really good. And I feel really refreshed. So permission to do what you need to do to find your way back to yourself, which goes really well with this episode today. I'm bringing you a solo episode this week and wanted to dig into this topic I actually wrote about a couple of weeks ago around authenticity and what that means for all of us. You know, I think we hear things all the time like be your most authentic self and be authentic. You know, I've said things like you're find your truest inner self and but no one really has talked about at least from what I know no one's really talked about what authenticity actually means and I wanted to sort of dig into that word and break it down and then also talk about why I think it is so hard nowadays and why a lot of people are constantly searching for this authenticity thing um in regards to just how the world works right now and all these external and internal pressures that we have. And I think a lot of us feel really lost 
and really distant from our true selves. So that's what I want to talk about this week. I just think it's really important and it's good to understand like what that means and maybe what's stopping us and then ultimately how to get back to that point. So I'm going to be linking up this blog post. Um, I broke it down in words a couple of weeks ago, so I'm going to link that post in the show notes if you want to follow along and, and read it from there. So, uh, you know, we'll just get started. And I, I wanted to, what helps me when I'm thinking about words <laughs> is actually looking them up in the dictionary and breaking them down in terms of like, well, what does the dictionary say they mean? So I, I broke down a couple of words and it just sort of is like a waterfall effect of why I chose these words. But authentic is defined as undisputed origin and genuine. So then I was like, okay, well, let's look at genuine. And genuine is defined as truly what something is said to be, and then it goes to authentic. (laughs) And then I wanted to look at undisputed, which is not disputed or called into question, accepted. And then true is defined as in accordance with fact or reality, which that one's interesting to me, which I'll talk about a little bit later. And the thing that I've sort of pulled from all of these words is this unwavering sense of sense of groundedness, like a deep, solid knowing and a connection to what is. I want it to, I, th- I was going to just not read from my post, but I really like the way this, I worded this. <laughs> so I want to let, I want to read this paragraph in my post. I say, so does being authentic Living a life authentic to you and embracing your truth mean that you have an unwavering groundedness, a solid knowing and connection to yourself, to what you want, to who you are at the core, to what makes you feel alive, happy, and free and connected, that you set the rules for your life, free of harsh internal and external expectations, that the facts and reality about you aren't defined by someone else that they are defined by you, that you have found an internal and all-consuming acceptance with who you are. I think so. Ugh. (laughs) So in, in my brain, that paragraph sort of sums up this authenticity. It's like this deep knowing to who we are as people and who we are at the core of of everything and how we sort of live our life. And, and really this comes back to just my whole move with radiance piece of it, where I say, discover your inner radiance, discover your inner truth. And I think like what I meant by that, and I think what I know (laughs) I meant by that is to, I think in order to heal any kind of wound or to go through recovery or to heal these, these things, these relationships with like food and our body and exercise and control and all of these things, I think it starts with healing this relationship that we have with ourselves, within ourselves and this connection to what we are at the core, who we are at the core and how we actually want to be living our lives. And by understanding who that person is, who we are, you know, separating what this whole external world is asking from us, you know, what do we enjoy? What do we love? Like, what what is it that like makes me feel excited and happy? And and discovering what all of those things are and living by that. 
and, and making all of our choices and all of our steps and waking up every single day with that deep knowing and deep connection to who we are individually at the core and moving forward in life with that in mind every single day. Because until we have this deep knowing and this deep relationship and this acceptance with who we are, we can't heal this relationship that we have with all of these other things that we're struggling with. Because I just, it, it starts from within. <laughs> and let me, let me talk about that a little bit more. So this is why I think a lot of us have trouble with identifying this truth about ourselves and living with that in mind every single day. Because I, I, think, I think it's hard. If we're looking at the world and the way we've grown up and these rules, I'm using air quotes here, of what we should be and who we should be, there's a lot of external shit that's constantly pulling us in all of these different directions, telling us, well, eat this food and do this exercise and look this way and be this body type and go to this, do this kind of job and don't, you know, have this kind of family and marry this person and you true love and blah, 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 blah. And we're just sort of drowning in all of these external pressures of what we should be. You know, I mean, look at like, if I'm talking about women specifically, we're told to wear this kind of makeup, dye your hair, because if you're gray, then that means you're aging. And if you're aging, that means you're not youthful. And if you're not youthful, that means all of these other things, which then in the end, you're not worthy. Be this body type, fit into the size, these size pants, look this certain way. Um, we have the diet and the fitness industry screaming all of these things at us all of the time to... Like there's this image I think that we all all have ingrained in the back of our heads that if we aren't this size and we aren't this body type, then we're not worthy. You know, we're taught to go to school and to buy a house, and you know, it's this trajectory of you know, you graduate high school and then you go to college for four years and then maybe get your master's and then you're going to meet the man of your dreams and you're going to get married and you have to buy a house and then you're going to have kids and then it just goes down, you know, get this kind of career and make this kind of money. And if you're not following this specific path that society and all of these external words or all these external things are pushing down on us. If you don't follow that path, then things come out like, well, you're lazy. Well, you're fat. Well, then you're unhealthy. Well, you're unsuccessful or all of, you know, I mean, think, there's so many things that we then get labeled as weird, ungrateful, unmanly, unwomanly. And there's this fear that has been instilled in all of those words. So we avoid them. And so now we have, you know, social media. We're so easily able to scroll through Instagram, scroll through Facebook, watch TV, movies. All of these external things are force feeding this external pressure of be a specific way. And if you are this specific way, you will have happiness. You will have love. You will be accepted. You will be worthy. You will be beautiful. You will be youthful. <laughs> All of these things that 
these there's these this worth that's that's we hold on to and we think of those words and we put all of this worth into those words and those images and those things and so i think we start living in this place of lack because if only i can have blank i will then be happy if only i can have blank then i can have whatever our dream is which then I think puts us in a place of always living for the future and in a place of constant comparison and with I think especially with with social media it's so easy to see you know I've talked about this I've talked about this before but a lot of people and 90% of social media is you know, our photos of people who are posting about their best life <laughs> or it's 90% of what we see on social media is not telling the entire truth. And so when we're constantly scrolling and constantly comparing ourselves to everyone else who seems to have everything together and who seem to achieve this level of happiness, everyone else has seemed to get, has, has seemed to have gotten there except for us. And so we're left feeling, well, what's wrong with me? And again, going down the rabbit hole of comparison and going down the rabbit hole of I will be happy when. And if we're constantly living in that place, then we're constantly searching for, I think, or we're constantly shutting down our internal truth or our internal um, truth. Yeah, our internal truth. And we've stopped, we've started questioning ourselves, I think, when, you know, something comes up and you're like, well, am I allowed to like that? Or am I allowed to not like this workout? Or I don't like kale. Is that allowed? Am I a bad person because I don't like kale and everyone else is telling me to eat kale? (laughs) And that's, I think, when the separation with our authenticity starts to happen. And I think also because we've started following this path of what we should be doing, because we have all of these, you know, external pressures and all of these things, you know, pushing us in certain directions and leading us farther and farther away from our authenticity, along the way of our life, we've started believing these truths about ourselves whether that's something we personally have made up or whether that's something we have just believed because that was something we grew up believing or that we've grown up being taught. And so we've reached this, our adult life or adult age or whatever. And we have all of these truths about ourselves that aren't even ours. You know, you think about like, or maybe maybe you've you've been doing a job for a really long time for for 10 years and you've just decided well this is the rest of my life or maybe you grew up you know with this idea that running is the only thing that you should be doing for your workout and or you know all of these other exercises are what you should be doing because if you're not doing that then you will be this i mean literally anything like think about everything that you believe think about like as soon as something comes out of your mouth if someone asks you a question about you know 
oh, well, would you ever want to travel? Oh, no, I just don't. I will never have the money to do that. Or if some, yeah, I want to, have you ever wanted to travel? Oh, well, I just am too afraid of flying, so I could never do that. Or I just can never get the time off of work. Or I could never switch careers because I don't know anything else and I wouldn't be successful. Look at all of these things you're telling yourself and start uncovering whether or not those are things that you truly believe about yourself. If we're coming back to this true definition that I talked about at the beginning, where it's defined as in accordance with fact or reality, look at what you are making your reality or what other people are making your reality. I let someone, and I talked about this in the couple, I think my second episode of the podcast, I let someone, someone called me stupid back in college, and I let their definition of me dictate my feelings about myself, my career moves, whether or not I could do something in my job or in my life. Like I let their definition of me dictate so many years of my life, but that's not my reality. Other people's opinions of you do not have to be your reality. What do you want? What do you believe to be true about yourself? Go off of that. That's where I think the separation between authenticity and who we are today, like that disconnect is because we have decided to believe everyone else's reality about us. And that doesn't have to be our truth. What kind of exercise and movement do you like? What kind of food do you like? Do you like to paint? Like, what things do you enjoy? Do you like your job? (laughs) Because we, or do you like the trajectory of your life? I mean, it could be that big (laughs) or as small as, do you like the bed you sleep in? Do you like the town you live in? Ask yourself these questions and what what limiting beliefs are you are you putting all of your facts or all of your next steps in? And can you start changing or redefining those things? I think the best I mean I talked about this so many times. The best question to uncover these things is why? Why? Well, I don't like flying. Well, why? Well, I'm afraid of heights. Okay, why? Well, I'm afraid of falling to my death. (laughs) That's me. (laughs) I'm using me as an example. Well, how likely is it for me to fall to my death at this moment? You know, like start uncovering these fears or these beliefs, these truths that you are constantly living your life by. What would it feel like to unfollow the person that you're comparing your life to? What would it feel like to separate yourself from social media for a couple of days and start getting curious about what you like, not how to achieve the happiness that you think this person on Instagram has found? and doing everything that they're doing in order to achieve the happiness that you think that they have. (laughs) Again, I've done this before. And it's hard to like, this still happens. And I'm not saying that that these 
pieces of humanness like comparison or jealousy or these feelings of lack or confusion or sadness or anger or hurt. Like I'm not saying these things will never happen when you figure out who your authentic self is. But when you have this deep knowing of who you are at the core, when these emotions and when these things arise, you're able to recognize it faster and then take the tools that you've learned to discover yourself and not go down the rabbit hole of what if and if then and I'm not worthy. Because you know who you are. And you know what you can do to get back to that. I've learned that I was using exercise as a means of avoidance because in my head, if I were to ach- if I were not to achieve the specific body type that I had in my head, if I was away from that, then I was not worthy. I was not good enough. And you know, there's all these deep rooted feelings that came from wanting to achieve this body type. So by, in order to achieve that body type, I was doing exercises and eating foods and doing all of this obsessive behaviors, all of these obsessive behaviors that I didn't like, but I only did because I thought that if I achieved this body type, then I would be worthy and I would be happy, and I would then be like this other person, and then the world would accept me as that. (laughs) But in learning that, one, I define my worthiness, and by separating myself and, and understanding that I can find happiness in the body that I have right now, and that I can be worthy in the body that I have right now, I then realized, okay, I don't need to achieve that body type and I don't need to do any of these exercises that I've been forcing myself to do because I thought I should be doing them and instead find movement that inspires me, find movement that makes me excited to wake up in the morning that I don't dread doing and if I don't feel like moving that day, I don't. And when I start getting triggered, because that still happens, <laughs> by my social media or by the by television or movies or by someone who has the body type that I used to strive for, or when I see someone, you know, talking about their health smoothies and you know going to the gym or doing these really intense workouts, if I get triggered by that, I can then stop and reflect and remember what it is I actually enjoy. Because what everyone else says we should be doing is not what we actually have to be doing. (laughs) And when we can learn to uncover what it is that we want from this world, what it is that our dreams and goals are, And what it is that we're actually searching for in all of these external things and start learning how to find that and and do that from within and develop this deep, loving relationship with ourselves, then we can start living the life that feels authentic. 
we can stop chasing for the happiness that everyone else has seemed to found but you. We can stop saying, if I get blank, then I will have blank. We can start saying, I can be happy now in this moment with what I have today. Let me end this with a couple of questions. And if you're driving, obviously keep driving. Or if you're not in a place where you can write these things down, then you know don't do it now. But maybe come back to it with a journal and start reflecting on these questions. What would it feel like to just let it all go? The internal and external expectations, the shoulds and the have tos, the failures, the not good enoughness, the comparison, the validation, the worthiness, the perfection. What would it feel to just let all of that go? To sit with yourself and your thoughts, to just find everything internally. And to be with your feelings and to know that all of your feelings, no matter what they are, are good and okay and valid. What if you asked yourself hard questions and got curious, knowing that there was no wrong or right answers, just information? So what was the last thing that you did that lit a fire in your belly, that gave you butterflies? that made your face hurt from smiling so much. Why? What made you feel not so great? What made your heart hurt? And what made you sad or angry? What are you afraid of? Why? What do your dreams look like? What what makes you feel so alive and motivated and excited? Regardless of expectations or shoulds or buts or inappropriateness or money or any of those fear things, regardless of any of those things. What beliefs are you holding on to? Which ones are true to your definition? And which ones are you choosing to believe? Which ones can you release and redefine? Which ones can you add? What expectations can you change? What can you dream up? What seems impossible? Can you switch your mindset around that? Can you take just one step? Who are you relying on to tell you your next step in this life? Can you do that for yourself? What can you let go of? What can you let add more of? So just start noticing what things in your life make you feel grounded, what things make you feel not so great, or what things that make you feel alive and excited and happy. And how can you start like incorporating that more into your life? We choose, we choose how we live our life. And I know sometimes that seems like, well, I mean, we have this, like, in the end, we don't have to stay at our sucky job. We don't have to live in a town that you hate. Or you don't have to be 
doing this step-by-step instruction of how your life should be because that's what society has told us we should be doing. Honestly, there are no rules. (laughs) And when we can start living knowing that, that's when we can start making decisions that feel really good to us. And that's how we can start living the life that makes us feel so happy to be alive. This is possible. I think a lot of us feel stuck and a lot of us stay in that path because it's comfortable and it's safe and we know the end result. But by starting to figure out what your authenticity looks like, you can start trusting yourself to be making these hard decisions that will ultimately lead you to the life that you want. And I think by eliminating the failures... Sorry, there's a big bug in here. By eliminating what failure I th- what failure means and what it means to fail, not eliminating it, but by redefining what failure means and that it's wrong to fail and that you're a bad person if you fail or whatever truth that you've made up about what failure means. If you can learn to redefine that, and understand that failure is just part of the journey and that it doesn't have to mean anything. It can just be information for the next step. I think it starts making it a little bit easier to start making those hard and scary choices because fear doesn't have to hold us back. So I don't know if it helps, but here's a permission slip if you need one to start making those those choices in your life because we need we need your truth. We need this authenticity. We need more people to start speaking up about what they believe and and to start making these steps because the more authentic you are, the more uniqueness you can contribute to this world. And I really think we need that right now. So embrace who you are. And see what it feels like to make one step. Because all of this doesn't have to happen tomorrow or today or next week or next year. But just see what it feels like to start breaking down these beliefs and breaking down these truths and uncovering what you love. Go back to your inner child or, you know, what does your childhood self like to do? And maybe start there. Maybe start with painting. Like... Just get curious and know that there's no wrong or right path or way or answer. The only thing that is that you need to go by is, does this feel good to me? And does this feel bad to me? <laughs> if it feels good, awesome. How can we start incorporating that more in your life? If it feels bad, awesome. How can we start reshaping your day so that we don't have to do this bad thing, this thing that feels bad? Or... How can we start reshaping our mindset around it so that it feels good? How can we start being happy right now in this moment? How can we start living in the present? Okay, I could probably talk for like six more hours about this, but I'm going to stop there. And 
let me know. I love talking about this. So let me know if you have any questions about this particular episode or um, any suggestions, or if you just want to have a conversation or a safe place to express what you're feeling, please let me know. I would love to chat with you. And again, like just a full on permission slip to start doing these things because it is really scary to feel like you're being judged or feel like you're not doing the right thing because there is so much external pressure, which then leads to, I think, this internal pressure that we put on ourselves. But just know that you're not wrong and you're not bad and you can do whatever you want. (laughs) Honestly. (laughs) Good stuff. I hope you all have a wonderful week and I am bringing on a lot of really awesome guests. There's some really awesome conversations coming up and let me know. Um, send me an email, um, hello at stephanie-dankelson.com or DM me on Instagram. I'm at, at Stephanie Dankelson. And let me know if there's a particular topic you want me to dig into. Um, there's a lot of people in this space who, um, you know, there's there's so many people who are knowledgeable in all sorts of topics. So I could probably find someone who is an expert in whatever you want me to dissect. (laughs) So let me know. And again, if you have any questions, please don't hesitate to reach out. I love having these conversations. It really lights me up and just take care of yourself. I think it's really important. It's not selfish. It's necessary. In order for us to show up and be our most authentic self, we have to take time for ourselves and we have to participate in self-care, whatever that definition looks like for you. I think a lot of us think about like pedicures and manicures. And if that's for you, if that's your version of self-care, perfect. But if it's not, what is? Like, figure that out for you. For me, that meant buying a plane ticket home to Ohio and turning off my computer for four days. (laughs) So life is, you can make it whatever you want to be. And I think that's the moral of today's episode. And yeah, thanks for following along. I so appreciate you all and we will all chat soon. Thank you so, so much for listening and for being here with me. If you want more resources, pop on over to www.stephanie-dankelson.com. And until next time, stay radiant.